You're listening to American Football Talk. Football news your way. Fast and furious. This is the week of Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful this year that the NFL is giving us some good games. But let's talk about the news first. Virginia Tech has decided to cancel this Saturday's football game in the wake of last week's shooting, in which three football players were shot and killed. The other two shooting victims have been released from the hospital. My condolences go out to the families. This is a really sad story. I'm not going to go into it here, but my heart aches for them. The Tennessee Volunteers quarterback, Hendon Hooker, who is considered to be a Heisman Trophy candidate, has been lost for the season with a torn ACL. This really puts a damper on Tennessee's hopes in getting to the national championship game. Tennessee has dropped out of the top five in the AP standings. Speaking of the AP standings, USC has returned to the top five in the AP standings. USC has not been in the top five in five years. News out of Texas Tech, outside linebacker Tree Wilson will forgo his senior season and enter the NFL draft. The top five AP standings, Georgia number one, Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, TCU number four, and USC number five. Tennessee has slipped all the way down to number nine, right behind Alabama. Alabama's at number eight. Before I switch over to the NFL, let me remind you that this is the weekend that Michigan and Ohio State meet each other. Both teams come in 11-0. Can't miss game of the weekend right here. This game starts at 1 p.m. on Fox. Over in the NFL, the Atlanta Falcons star tight end Kyle Pitts tore his MCL on Sunday. The injury does require surgery to repair it. Atlanta is currently seeking a second opinion. Pitts has been placed on injured reserve, so he's out for at least four weeks. This one's for my boy Ryan. Another injury in that same game on the other side of the ball, Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields injured his shoulder and it's currently day-to-day. But the good news, Bear fans, Fields did have an MRI and there was no structural damage, so... He will return to the field someday. Cincinnati Bengals running back Joe Nixon is in the concussion protocol. Also, head coach Zach Taylor says that wide receiver Jamar Chase should start working his way back into practice this week. That's good news for the Bengals' offense. They really miss their star wide receiver. Up in Denver, their newly acquired running back Chase Edmonds will miss several weeks with an ankle sprain. The Broncos have also cut longtime veteran running back Melvin Gordon. The Saints defensive end Peyton Turner is week to week with an ankle sprain. New York Giants wide receiver Vandell Robinson is out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Also, Giants cornerback Adari Jackson is out four to six weeks with an MCL sprain. The Philadelphia Eagles signed defensive tackle Indomitian Sue to a one-year deal. Indomitian Sue, or as some people call him, Mercenary, did play in Sunday's game against the Colts, and he looks like he's lost a lot of weight, but he's still a mountain of a man. 
the Eagles' defensive line was already good before this signing. And now with this addition, their defense is going to be hard to beat come playoff time. The Washington Commanders running back, J.D. McKissick, has been placed on season-ending injured reserve with a neck injury. The Commanders have also activated star defensive end Chase Young to their active roster. This means you might see him on the field this weekend against Atlanta. That's all the news I have this week. Let's talk about Week 12 in the NFL. Buffalo and Detroit kick off in the early game. Detroit's coming off a big win against the New York Giants, and they are currently on a three-game winning streak. Meanwhile, Buffalo broke their two-game losing streak when they beat the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. The Buffalo Bills did not have to travel to Detroit. They stayed there in the wake of their Blizzard game that was moved from Buffalo to Detroit last week. So, the Buffalo Bills should be fully rested and ready to go for Thursday's game. This should be a good game, unlike so many other Lions games on Thanksgiving that we had to suffer through with just... We watch it because it's on. We don't watch it for the game. This one, I'm watching for the game. I want to see Buffalo lose. The other game on Thanksgiving is the Giants and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are coming off a beatdown. They just throttled the Minnesota Vikings. 40-3. to Dallas sacked Kirk Cousins seven times in that beatdown. And Dallas's defense held Minnesota's offense, total offense, to 183 yards. Meanwhile, New York comes in off a loss. They had three turnovers in their game, two interceptions by Daniel Jones, and by far Daniel Jones' worst game of the year. This should be a great NFC East battle. The Giants and the Cowboys are both 7-3. and three. And then the nightcapper on NBC, the Patriots and the Vikings. Now, this, <laughs> this game's going to be interesting because I'm not a believer in the Patriot offense. The Patriots defense is stellar. I'm very, very impressed with the Patriots defense. If you were like me and you watched the Patriot Jet game on Sunday, you watched pretty much a bunch of punts. There were 17 punts in that game. The entire game was 3-3 three to three until the last play of the game when the Patriots won on a punt return. Which, by the way, for a piece of little trivia here for you, that's the first time in NFL history that a game was won on a punt return for the first touchdown of the game. You can thank me later. There was 10 sacks recorded in this game. Six of them are Mac Jones. And Mac Jones, he just looks confused and slow. And on the other side, the Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, he looks really bad. He's missing some wide-open guys. And he's also... There's talk today that Robert Sal, the head coach of the New York Jets, is considering starting quarterback Mike White next weekend and not Zach Wilson. It seems that Zach Wilson has lost the locker room. Some of his wide receivers and other teammates are starting to come out and point fingers. And when a quarterback loses the locker room, you know, that's when the dominoes start to fall and the season really tanks. I mean, sorry, Jet fans, but I mean, it's not looking good for your offense. Okay, sorry, I got off topic. But let's talk about the Patriot-Viking game. I'm sure this will be a good game because Bill Belichick is a master at scheming up ways to take away your best player. And in Minnesota's case, this would be wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Weather will not be a factor in this game. They will be playing indoors in Minnesota. I expect this game to be very low scoring. The Patriot defense is very good and they should be able to contain Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. And on the Patriots side of the ball, 
there's no big um, offensive weapons that are going to scare the Minnesota defense. So this should be, you know, low scoring, you know, run the clock, time of possession, get out of there with a field goal win kind of game. Unfortunately, now I have some bad news. Those are probably the best games of week 12. I mean, the rest of the weekend is not looking that great, with the exception of this game right here. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. This is a big game for the AFC. Tennessee's currently 7-3, and and... Cincinnati sitting at 6-4. And, and while we're talking about it, let's give the Titans some love. 7-3 and three with the, almost the worst offense in the NFL. I mean, head coach Mike Brayville is really making it happen down there with almost no offensive weapons. So that's one of my can't-miss games of the weekend. The only other one that I'm going to be watching closely would be the Packers and the Eagles. If Green Bay loses this weekend, their season is done for sure. This is it. This is a can't-lose game. Even with a win, they're still going to have a uphill battle trying to make the playoffs, but they lose this one, and all hope is lost until next year. I was talking with my buddy Jimbo about the Packers last week. He's a big Packer fan, and we were talking about how at the start of the year, the Packers were expected to be a playoff team, maybe even a Super Bowl candidate, you know, and... The season just has not unfolded the way most people thought it was going to be. And, you know, it's very disappointing for Packers fans, but you have one more weekend of hope. The AFC playoff picture currently looks like this. Kansas City is a one seed. Miami Dolphins are the two seed. The Tennessee Titans are the three seed. The Baltimore Ravens are the four seed. The Buffalo Bills are the five seed. New England's at six in the wildcard spot in the Bengals round out the top seven. Over in the NFC, the Eagles are the one seed. The Vikings are the two seed. The 49ers are the three seed. With a big win last night over Arizona. I mean, they throttled the Cardinals last night. Damn, that was a beatdown. Um, Tampa Bay's the four seed. Dallas is the five seed. And the Giants are the six seed. And Seattle moved down to seven. The NFL draft order... Change up a little bit. The Texans are number one. The Carolina Panthers are number two. The Chicago Bears are number three. The Las Vegas Raiders are number four. The Denver Broncos are number five. The LA Rams are number six. The Cleveland Browns are number seven. The Pittsburgh Steelers are number eight. Jacksonville is number nine. And the Saints round out the top ten. Okay, that's all I have for episode 25 of American Football Talk. Follow the show at AFT138. Follow me at Wheels1317. Join the American Football Talk Facebook group. Everybody have a safe, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family, food, football, and fun. I'm your host, Matthew. Until next time, keep pushing.